what is good divine pill fam i just wanted to do a little chit chat um y'all know me i'm a little bit of a nerd so um and i but i love the space i'm in because i love to research everything and everything i've been been like this i remember um if i would be at work <laughs> and um caught up on all my stuff and um I would, I remember searching on like vitamin E and potassium and checking my micros and macros and stuff. But, but what I'm trying to say is I was all, I've always liked to research, understand the inner workings of the things that I'm doing. And the difference between then and now is I know a lot of the information, but I just wasn't able to apply it or wasn't disciplined enough or just being pulled in so many different directions and busy with work that I really didn't take care of my health. Like I was doing healthy things and I was going to the gym and doing the right workouts, but this time around, it's about weaving the information into a textile that works for me. Um, I will go ahead and mention this here. I don't know that I'll do a separate podcast on it, but I think for those of you who are part of my tribe, one of the things you'll want to pay attention to is your body type. Let me just, um, and I'm, I, I wanted to talk about foods that help you sleep. This is so interesting because I was doing my research and the roundabout way that I came about it, um, is so cool. But, um, let me just, uh, t- I want to address this real quick, your body type. So as I'm typing this in, cause I know kind of which one I am, but, um, but it's important because sometimes we are trying to do things that work for other people and sometimes for other genders. Um, I've mentioned with with you guys that one of my favorite people to, to that I just recently started following is Melissa Neal. But even in the same um, breath, I, I understand what my body is is transforming to and what it looks like and revisiting. Um, when I put in the work, I see the results, but, um, my body type is different than other people. Like even I I was thinking about doing this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm a chit chat. This is chit chat, right? So girl, get your tea, get your water, get your pomegranate juice. Okay. So it's the chit chatting. There's, it's going to be a little bit of gossip, but let me tell you. So what happened was, right. Oh, one of the neighbors, um, I have a Karen in my neighborhood. Well, the whole neighborhood where I'm at is white. There's like one other um, black family. It's like a father with his two kids. And um, he used to have a Karen girlfriend, but they broke up before um, Valentine's. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not saying there's a pathology to it. Anyway, so so um, there's a, a, a there's a single Karen. She's... I would say she's about my age. And since it is chit-chat and it is a little bit gossipy girl, she has a black boyfriend. His name is Rodney. Rodney this, that, and the third. So when you talk about the same black man, girl, listen. But let her tell it, her and Rodney and Rodney and her. But I think she she was close to, and I could be wrong, she was close to about, if I say just under 300 pounds, she was just under 300 pounds. Um, am I going to be this petty? Am I going to, am I going to be this petty? 
Now, listen, why was it, <clears throat> I had just bought my Camaro. This is a while back. I'm going to finish paying off my Camaro in November. But <clears throat> I had just bought my Camaro. And um, I'm there. I'm driving. I'm doing the Christian thing. I'm trying to help people. And I had seen her walking. And so the compassion that came upon my soul, I was just like, oh, there's Karen. She's walking, you know, home. She she was maybe about a quarter mile from home. It's my fur baby. He wants to be all in the business. Was quiet the whole morning. But anyways, so why did I make the mistake of picking her up? When I tell you the body odor, when I tell you I still cry, when I think about the smell on my leather seats, um, <laughs> right? And I'm guessing the hygiene was just not there. Listen. Anyways, it, it was really stank. It was foul. And I, it was so bad that I remember I had to, like, I'm going to throw up. Ugh. Oh, I had to pull the window down. And she's trying to have a conversation with me now. Mind you, it's only like a quarter of a mile home. Like, I still remember where I picked her up. Um, she was walking for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, well, it wasn't for exercise. Let's just say that she wasn't exercising. Um, I think she might've had a bag on her. That's why. Um, but I still remember the corner where I picked her up and I, and in hindsight with just the frustration and having to sanitize my car, my car and the leather seats and the smell and the stench. And she gets in the car and no sooner does she get in the car than the stench hit me and I had to open the windows and I kid you not, y'all, now I am OCD. Um, I'm very sensitive to smells. <clears throat> I had the the my head almost out the window trying not to be rude, talking to her and dropping her off and wondering, like, how does she not understand? Anyways, I say all of that to say body types, right? There's, there's, I'm going somewhere with this. At the end of the day, the reason I came on here was to talk about foods that help you go to sleep. Anyways... <clears throat> There are four different body types. And so she has recently lost weight as well, too. I've lost some weight. My weight loss hasn't been rapid. But like I said, um, I think that because of some of the habits I've had growing up and um, <clears throat> I'm not I'm not the most uh, the slimmest person, but um, but I'm not the most obese person either. I can put on weight. I am a tall person, but, um, when I started to lose the weight, like, cause I've been walking 10,000 steps a day and paying attention to my nutrition and it's been a slow process this time around, but I don't want to lose a lot of weight. Um, so, but I noticed that one time I was walking, um, like in my neighborhood and I saw her. And when I tell you, I ran back to my house and I looked in the mirror because, when you talk about body types, she is now, I would say she has lost at least a hundred pounds. Um, maybe closer to 150 pounds. Right. And, but it just kind of scared me because, um, she had a dress on and her legs were just like straight up and down, no muscle mass. And, and, 
it, you could tell she had lost the weight, but there was, like I said, no muscle mass. So when I tell you that frightened me, because it's, it's at the, at the, I do have mirrors around me and I know I'm losing weight because of the way that my clothes is fitting and whatnot, but it really legit scared me to my core. So I ran in the house, but I'm more of a muscular type, right? So, um, you know, my calves, I was like, if I could kiss my calves, I could, you know, um, I'm more like, let me look at the images here. So there's ectomorph, mesomorph, and endomorph. Um, and they have different types for women. But I think what I'm trying to say is you have to fine tune what works for your body and, um, what works for mine. I actually have to come back. I might do a separate podcast on this because I'm looking at it now. I'm definitely not a mesomorph, which is more like curvier when I'm looking at what they have here for the women. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm more of a rectangle. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys. But um. I say all of that to say, too, that I also did kind of mention to you the importance of understanding eating for your blood type. Um, so there's several factors, and you have to fine-tune what works for you. What What is your age? What is your... Because your age um, has to do with how your metabolism. We all know that when the older you get, your metabolism is, is a little bit different. But that being said, even for my young people, I can see where the the things that I did when I was young makes it easier for me at an older age. I've mentioned like how I, I used to play basketball and our coach, <clears throat> he would have us load up on our carbs before we um, exercise. Now, a part of it is possible that with my body type, it was can. It was made to handle the carbs that way. It is possible. But um, like even to this day, I remember there were times when I would go through the quote unquote weight loss process and I would cut out the carbs and I would just couldn't seem to lose weight. And then I would have a cheat meal or that Alfredo pasta. And then I would just have like, it would be like a flush, like all the water weight and um and and I would lose like two pounds, like not kidding, like just from that one cheat meal. But I think that there was, <sighs> I'm going to try to fit everything into what should have been a five minute podcast, right? But there, there's um, the importance of cheat meals too. Um, but that's a whole other topic that we can talk about. Um, because if you put your body into lack mindset, now it's going to try to hold on to every single nutrient and it's going to be like this bee's trying to trying to starve us to death, right? But what I'm trying to drive home with the story about the difference between the Karen and how I lose weight is several things. We both have different body types, but that being said, the part of the importance of understanding the body type is understanding how your body uses um, uh, food for fuel and how your muscle type is made up. And if I remember correctly, you you can change from body types. You can change from like endo to ecto or you can go from endo to ectomorph. Um, but some people are a little bit more like on the curvy side. But 
uh, that's going to be important. And then understanding your blood type is also going to be important. Also, um, understanding your age. Um, <clears throat> one of the other things I also learned too is you want to manage your cortisol because there are some exercises if, if you're not fueling and feasting correctly, you're actually putting your body into high cortisol stress levels. And so then even though you're exercising, you're still holding on to belly fat. So it's one of those things and and um, you'll hear me navigating and getting a better understanding of what that means for me. And you would need to do the same thing for yourself too, because you can wonder why somebody's doing high intensity interval workouts, which is one of my favorite. I can't wait to get back into the gym and start doing those again. But now that I have a better understanding of it, um, and my body was receptive to, to when I've done that, but now I have a better understanding of how to give myself the nutrients and the aminos and the carbs and a little bit of protein before I start my workout to really power through my workout. And then when I get back from the gym to really follow up with the proteins and the different types of proteins and combining with the vitamin C to get the maximum absorption. And so, but um, I hope that I drove home that point. As much as you're learning from other people different things that work for them, you have to learn what works for you. And part of that is going to be understanding your blood type, understanding your body type. And when you understand your body type, if you're endomorph, mesomorph, ectomorph, now you understand how your your muscular makeup and <clears throat> That's going to give you insight on to what exercises are good for you. And um, <clears throat> also, I, I do become, I am becoming stronger and stronger in my belief that I'm, I don't really look at what men do. I look at more what women do. Because at the end of the day, our bodies are different. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to put in there, but it will come back to me the way that I need to. So with that being said... Um, behind the scenes, I'm loving the process of staying at home, preparing my meals. I'm actually looking at the process of creating my own turkey wraps, um, but like with the veggie meat. And it's so simple. You just get a spinach wrap or you can get a protein tortilla wrap, like the, the, yeah, like a tortilla. And then you just put in, um, cheese which is like a healthy fat. You could put avocado if you want to replace the cheese for another healthy, another form of healthy fat. Put a little bit of spread on there. You put two different types of um, veggie meat. Um, you could put, um, yeah, and two different types of cheese and put spinach. Some people like to put romaine, but I'm not really a fan of romaine lettuce. So I'll just put spinach in there, roll it up and cut it up. And there you got yourself a pinwheel, um, like a pinwheel wrap right? And it has your protein, it has your healthy fats, it has the flavor in there. Um, but so I've noticed that even though I'm walking 10,000 steps, I'm not as sore as I used to be when I was younger and I wasn't understanding um, uh, nutrition as much. Um, and so the funny thing is, Back in the days, I used to go through the bananas and eat the bananas and eat the banana smoothies and, um, you know, put in the blueberries and strawberries. And my mom makes this really, 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 really good. Like if I'm going to eat bananas anytime soon, and I'm sure it's just a phase because um, our taste buds do change throughout life. Um, 
And so I'm pretty sure I will get back into a phase where I'm, I am eating bananas again. But right now I just, I, I want no parts like me and bananas, banana can go kick rocks unless my mom makes it. She like chills it with, um, she takes a banana and she like chills it with the milk and all this stuff. She, she adds little things to it to make it taste really, really good. So, but I didn't want to, um, eat bananas. Now, that being said, I had just placed my grocery orders and I understood um, that I needed to add more more fruits. I have vegetables down. I love kale. Um, I love snap peas. Um, I have mixed vegetables in my routine, in my, in my meals. But I, um, I was like taking inventory of what's in my grocery list. And so I was like, oh, I need more fruits. And so I ordered pineapples, watermelon, and honeydew. Kid you not, right? So it's in my fridge as we speak. And I love the way that they they taste. And I know that they have good things. I have to revisit that. And I need, need to get back to my food oracles. So, but with that being said, with all of the walking, um, I make sure that when I'm doing my walking, and I will vary between 5,000 to 10,000 steps, depending on how I feel, um, I make sure that it's very peaceful, that it's very serene, that it's very enjoyable for me. Um, and so sometimes that means I will go up to 8,000 steps. And if if I don't want to go a, a step over 8,000, I wrap it up and I come back home, right? But it has to be pleasurable for me because I I also understand that if it's stressful and I don't want to be there and I'm feeling, you know, like I need to be in other places and in another, you know, somewhere else, then it adds to the cortisol. And I, what I'm trying not to do is not add to, to belly fat, right? Cortisol means belly fat, stress, right? So um, the good thing is I'm not really as sore as I should be. Like when I used to be back in the days and I would always try to add bananas, but I noticed that I don't, I'm just not feeling bananas right now. I just, like I said, bananas can go kick rocks. So I started to look for a potassium supplement and I was just researching. And so I was, um, you know, when you type in um, foods that have potassium in Google and I love Google because it gives you different uh, questions that you might not have thought about, but are complementary to that topic. And so sure enough, I, uh, one of the questions that came up was, um, potassium or foods that are rich in potassium. So I'm like, yeah, 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 it's going to be a banana. So the cool thing is, is that watermelon actually has more potassium than bananas. So I'm over here doing a happy dance in my bed. That was late last night. I was just like chilling, waiting to fall asleep. But the added benefit of it to you guys is because I am taking like the vitamin Bs, I am exercising. And now that I'm taking also my iron and eating healthier, it means that I have a lot more energy. Now, a fun, cool fact, nerd fact is our bodies actually have enough energy to light up the whole, I think is it like the whole Eastern or Western hemisphere. Like that's how much energy is is coursing through our bodies. And so when it's time for me to fall asleep at night, I'm definitely like, yeah, if I wanted to, I could be out and about, but it can add to a little bit of insomnia 
And it would probably have been a problem if I was still going to work because sometimes I'm, I'm still awake until one in the morning. Um, and if I had to go to work and get up at six or seven, it would have been a toll, taking a toll on me. So not only is, um, watermelon important, and I might've skipped over this because I'm taking it for granted. Why potassium? Potassium is important because it helps you with your recovery right? It helps you to not be as sore because we all know that when you're sore the next day, it kind of can take a little bit of a toll, but it also means that your body is not recuperating um, to the weight, to the, to the strength that it needs to. Um, being sore is an indicator that you are pushing yourself enough, but you don't want to be too sore to where you can't complete, you know, other important exercises every day like you need to. So, um, considering I'm doing up to 10,000 steps some days, sometimes I'll do 5,000. I'm not as sore, but I notice that especially for my legs, they are feeling the toll a little bit, a little bit more. And so I just wanted to supplement and give it a little bit more attention, um, to, to, um, recuperate the way that it needs to, that I, that I would like to see myself be on track for. And, um, so, but another cool, fun thing about it is potassium also helps you fall asleep. So here it was, um, I did have watermelon last night and I fell asleep and had one of the best sleeps I had, you know, and it's also helping with me recuperating and, um, coming back stronger into my fitness. So here's some cool things that are not only going to help you recuperate faster, you can also research. I, obviously I picked the foods that I like. There's some foods that I, I'm just don't have a proclivity towards right now. Bananas being one of them right now. But I think that as the summer gets here, I can see myself putting in blueberries and um, strawberries in with my protein or collagen and bananas in the summer. But I just right now I don't want any parts of it. So the other foods that are rich in potassium, which is going to help you with your muscle recovery. Um, but also, if you are that person that's looking for a late night snack, um, or that last meal before you fall asleep. Um, uh, some of them are honeydew, pineapple, watermelon and pomegranate. Y'all know I'm a huge fan of pomegranate juice. Now, if you have your boo thing, like your husband or whatever, or like your significant other, um, pomegranate juice is perfect for you to drink because there's a component of the sensuality that comes with it and the stamina that comes with it. Um, And I did a separate podcast about the benefits of pomegranate juice, but this is something you can drink before you go to bed too, to also help you fall asleep. Um, um, But like I said, there are other, if you decide to Google it and do your own research. So I'm super excited about that. Um, In my groceries for next week, um, I will, I I decided to order some potassium supplements to just kind of give that extra oomph. Um, the one I'm, I'm ordering for now is the potassium citrate, which will help me to retain more of the potassium that I have in my diet. I am eating pretty healthy, um, but there's potassium gluconate. I haven't had too much time to study that one too much, but um, the citrate is going to help me retain more of the potassium. So with me eating um, 
the honeydew, pineapple, watermelon, and pomegranate juice. And of course, I'm getting potassium from my multivitamins and other things that I'm eating. It's just going to help me with my recovery a little bit more. So I'm super duper excited about what that's going to look like further down the road. And especially when I start to hit the gym. Um, And then here's another cool thing that I learned. And I'll probably try this one tonight. I'm pretty sure it will come up in another what's supposed to be a five minute chit chat. (laughs) But um, I think his name is Dr. Mansell, if I'm not mistaken. And the spelling is a little different, but um, he's he said that if you combine five teaspoons, not tablespoons, five teaspoons of raw organic honey, and and combine it with one teaspoon of Himalayan salt, uh, um, he said half an hour, but I'm gonna put an hour because I'm still kind of like really high strung before I fall asleep. Um, uh one hour before bed you put it that combination under your tongue and let it dissolve naturally and he talks about how how the organic honey helps to stimulate melatonin which is something that helps you fall asleep so some of you may have honey in your cupboard i know i have i know i have a little bit of himalayan salt in my um in my kitchen, I just have to find it, but I can always order some more and just make that combination. Um, and then he was talking a little bit about the Himalayan salt and how that helps to, I forget what it was. Now, Himalayan salt, surprisingly too, is actually complementary from what I can remember off the top of my head as I'm going to the like the back, re- the further recesses of my mind. But it... Um, the reason I have Himalayan salt is because I used to, um, I had the one that you kind of like grind it a little bit and and I would put it in my water. I used to put it in my water and then, um, like I said, once I moved, like it's there in my kitchen, but it's just, I'm reorienting myself. But, um, but I used to grind a little bit of it, just a little into my water, but that also does help with your muscle recovery, believe it or not. And it helps with your pH balance. There's a lot of benefits to Himalayan salt. I really need to get back to my food oracles again, but Himalayan salt is kind of like a hidden gem. But, um, I say all of that to say that I almost imagine it's going to be so complementary and so synchronistic and synergistic with potassium and how your body absorbs the potassium. So I just love, love, love this process. Um, And, you know, you can play around with this because even if you like to drink your tea at night, now you can put your honey in with just a little bit of Himalayan salt into your tea or bedtime tea. Um, And yeah, I just love this. And we all know that we need our beauty sleep. We need to be able to get our, our good number of hours. I am becoming a little bit of a spoiled brat because, um, I've mentioned it before, but I, I should be quote unquote retiring this year in the sense that I'm not going to be ever working for anyone ever again, other than for myself, if I so desire, and that will be coming later in the year. I think I'll officially announce it in December, but we'll see. But we all understand the importance of beauty sleep, especially for those of you who are parenting. Um, These are, I love this because you can do this for your children you know, to help them fall asleep. And it's so healthy and complimentary. But we all understand the importance of not only, you know, this is me being vain. 
um, the beauty sleep of it, but resting is great for your mind and to restore. It's part of when your subconscious is working the best to um, manifest as well too. So, um, but I've been blessed enough to where I can sleep in and get the, the six to eight hours that I need to. But if I was going to work, I would have been, it would have been, the struggle would have been real. But um, this is all about foods to help you sleep. These foods are rich in antioxidants, honeydew, pineapple, watermelon, pomegranate also. Um, those help with your radiance, help you with your muscle recovery and the more you have muscle recovery, not only are you supplementing and caring for your body, but now you're going in stronger the way that you need to to get the max out of your your um, workouts, and that's important, right? Um, your physical health is also important, and it adds to longevity, and it also helps you to fit beautifully into those outfits that we're trying to squeeze into, right? And into those bikinis. And I just love, love, love this whole process of, of what it means for the radiance of your skin, your glow, feeding your body from the inside and out, um, and seeing the results in your in your physical as well. So hope you enjoyed it. It was supposed to be five minutes. It was supposed to start off with just foods. It did have a little bit of a gossip in there. But again, I want you to remind you, this is about you. You're going to fine tune what works for your car, for your engine, for your body. So understand your body type, understand your blood type, understand how your body uses fuel, understand that you can program yourself for beautiful skin, for sleep, for memory, for stamina, for um, recovery, okay? And enjoy the process and it should taste good, all right? Love each and every one of you. I probably, I have a couple, I am a little bit chit-chatty today, so we'll see. All right, until the next podcast, peace.